Welcome to Delayed Effect. Welcome, everyone, to the next episode, the next chapter of Delayed Effect. I am your host, Packy. Coming to you from a brand new recording rig. Um, If you're, oh, you know, odds are if you're here, you've probably heard my other show, The 8-Bit Packy Cast, upon which I talked about the new rig that I've purchased for... Well, it was a necessary means because my other microphone broke <laughs> and I needed something to keep the podcast going, especially since I just started this one and then a day later, after I uploaded the first episode, the microphone breaks. So I decided to purchase a Focusrite Scarlett 2i2 audio interface, but it's actually part of a bundle that I got on Amazon. So it came with a microphone, the XLR cable, and some like little studio headphones. They're they're actually pretty nice. I mean, I have a pair of uh, Shure something or other studio headphones that are pretty good, but uh, these ones that came with the uh, the bundle are actually really nice. I'm I'm really growing to like them a lot more and more. And the whole thing, I mean, it was. It wasn't cheap, but it wasn't super expensive. I mean, it was about 200 bucks, And I, I think the best part of it really is that I actually have this audio interface now that I can plug not only the microphone into, but my guitar. Because before, the, see, the reason I broke the microphone, if you didn't hear on my other show, is because I had the mic pressed up against the amplifier. That was how I recorded my guitar. The intro to this show that you heard the first, I don't know, what is it, 30 seconds or something like that, however long that track is. I recorded that with my microphone pressed up against the amplifier and with the gain turned down on the mic and the volume turned up a little bit on the amp just to try and avoid the uh, the sound of the pick hitting the strings because that's a really irritating sound. And... Well, in in the hullabaloo of trying to record a cover of a song, I got all the guitar work done, so I'm like, okay, I need to do vocals now. So I I have a boom stand that my microphone rests upon, and and I went to tilt the thing back up, and it didn't seem to want to tilt, which was weird, because it always did before. And so I tried loosening the... uh, it's I don't know if it's technically a screw, but it's it's a head you can turn that tightens and loosens it so it doesn't just flop about. And it wouldn't do that, so I just kind of grabbed it and tried to yank it to see if it was maybe stuck, and in doing so, I didn't notice that the cord that was plugged into the microphone was snagged. And it ripped out part of the component in which the micro USB plug um, connects. To, that was a very improper sentence, my bad. Uh, basically, the microphone is rendered useless at this point. I can repair it. I will probably check and see if it's under a warranty. But for now, 
I, you know, the shows must go on. And, and my big thing about delayed effect is I really want to try and be consistent with it because that's been something I've been struggling with these past few months with all of my shows. I mean, the 8-Bit Pachycast dropped down to maybe an episode a month. And then Down the Bunny Hole was a little bit more not really scheduled. But, you know, be, being that I wasn't the only host of the show, I had somebody pressing me saying, hey, get your ass in gear. We got to do the show. So it came out a little bit more often. Actually, the the amount of episodes of Down the Bunny Hole surpassed the amount of 8-Bit Pachycast by, I think, three episodes right now maybe two so it's you know it was crazy so the one thing i want to do with this show is be sure that it comes out on the same day every week which i've unofficially decided is sundays i guess because i i guess i put up the first episode last sunday so why not make sundays the day so uh if you're you know finding yourself to be a fan of this show and you want to keep just like a mental note of you know, what day to expect the show, I'd say Sunday. I I don't know how podcast.com really, uh, I don't know if I can schedule an upload. So like with, with all my other sites or rather my, all my other shows, we use WordPress sites so you can schedule the post ahead of time. But I don't know if I can do that on podcast.com. So if, if I can't, then I'll probably just upload it tonight after I get it completely edited and um you get the whole uh write-up done too and all that shit so um not, not really edited i mean there's not a whole lot of editing i figured there might be a little bit with this one because uh going back a little bit to that audio interface one of the the perks of it as i was saying um you know with my old one i had to mic up the amp well this one I just click this button. I can arm and disarm the track that is plugged into input number two, which my guitar's uh, three three quarter inch cable. Is that what it is? Whatever the fuck it is, my guitar cable's plugged right into that. So it's it's directly in actually no, technically, it's plugged into my amplifier, which is going out and into input number two on the Scarlet 2i2. So that's kind of cool. That's a brand new brand new system for me, really. I mean, I've never done anything like that before. Like I was saying, I recorded the intro to this show and, and any other musical recordings you've heard from me have all been that it's been me miking up the amp or it's been me if i'm playing acoustic guitar i'll put the microphone down in front of the guitar record that pop it up and then sing into it or in the off chance i'll do both at the same time but that never usually works because the sound of the guitar usually drowns out the the vocals but essentially now i can do both at the same time but the only drawback is i, I did a little dry run of this before and if I strum too hard, um, you, I don't know. You probably couldn't really hear it, but it picks up the sounds of the the picks hitting the strings because of the 
the fact that the microphone is right here in front of my face and my guitar is just below my face on my knee because I'm sitting down. So it kind of picks that up. So I think the editing, if any, that I will do is if I end up playing while I'm talking, hopefully I won't be doing both at the same time. So when I go back and edit, I can just kind of cut and remove those chunks where the picks are hitting the strings. Simple as that, right? But yeah, so that's my new little setup for this show. It's it's really cool because, I don't know, it looks and feels more professional to me. And plus it came with, um, I'm guessing it's a limited edition of Cubase, which I've never used before. I have a friend who writes his own rap music and he uses Cubase to record his software. And he's been telling me all about it. You know, it's a big learning curve for him because he's never used any audio recording software at all. So, you know, it's a big learning curve for him. And, you know, he's he's bringing up, you know, different tips and tricks that he's learned in the program, which is really cool. And I'm going to have to pick his brain a little bit more once I get that installed. It's an It's a download. I've downloaded all the drivers and the necessary, you know, bits and pieces of software to get the interface running, but I'm really enjoying this program Reaper so far, which I don't know if I talked about on the last episode, but one of the drawbacks of this setup is audacity seems to only record via whatever input the microphone is plugged into. And being that there's two inputs to the one output, not that's technically, I think it's a two out also, but um, being that it has the one input for the microphone, it only records the mono track, which is weird. I'm sure there's probably a way I can tweak it, but uh, my buddy Josh found the this program called Reaper, which gives you a 60-day trial period, and it's it's really fucking extensive. It's it's a lot better than Audacity, being that in this trial period you have you have access to all the functions and anything that anybody that's paid for it would have. It's an evaluation period, and after that, you pay a $60 one-time licensing fee, and bam, you get the program. And him and I both have, have really grown to enjoy it because you can layer tracks on top of each other. You know, as, as you just saw before, I can turn on and off the guitar as I'm playing it just because it's in another input, which is pretty cool. That was kind of gross sounding. <laughs> did not hit the strings on the fret where I wanted to, but oh well. Normally I probably would just go back and edit that out and put in something a little bit cooler, but I don't want to edit this show that much. I mean, I don't really edit my shows that much as it is. I think the most editing I've ever done was probably an episode of Down the Bunny Hole where it was just after I had gotten over being pretty grossly sick and I kept clearing my throat like every five to ten seconds in the episode and it was god awful annoying to me so I just went through and I cut out every single little throat clear that I did and thank god I could because it was so fucking frustrating I just I I mean being that this is a, a medium that requires nothing but your voice that was the one thing that wasn't working for me. So, you know, and being that 
um, listeners only need their ears. I didn't want it to sound like shit. So, you know. Uh, anyway. So, pardon me while I take a drink real quick. That's good shit. This episode of Delayed Effect is brought to you by Forty Creek Canadian Whiskey. Which subsequently is also brought to you by Podblocked. Because I wouldn't know of it were it not for Joe. You motherfucker, you got me hooked on the good shit. Got it splashed in with a little mix of Cherry Coke Zero. Which, if I only ever drink soda, it's with alcohol. I don't drink it on its own anymore. Because that's gross. But, you know, if it's with alcohol, then that that's just good. <laughs> Doesn't need an explanation beyond that. It's just good. Alcohol with soda. It's just good. Oh, man. Back has been fucking killing me. Speaking of which, I took a muscle relaxer about 20 minutes ago. Usually, when those kick in, if they do, especially when mixed with a little whiskey... I get hit pretty hard with the uh, the sleepy times, so this episode's kind of a race to beat the clock, you know, the Sandman clock, and uh, I guess we'll see how it goes. It's the nice thing about those pills is that you know they they work great for helping my body just kind of relax and let my muscles ease up, especially the ones that really hurt from all the work that I say that I do, but. It also helps me get to sleep. <laughs> Not that I have trouble getting to sleep, but it's just kind of like a, a a nice little way to ensure that, hey, you're going to fall asleep within the next hour or so. Although I did have one night where I took it and I started getting really drowsy and then I just popped awake. And that was really fucking annoying. But anyway, since I've got my guitar here, see what kind of damage I can do. So yeah, I've got the uh, the flanger slash chorus effect on my amp turned on right now. Um, that's one of my presets. This amp is not the greatest. It's a Vox... Something, I, don't, I have the lights off. I don't know why I'm podcasting in the dark, but I am. And so I can't read the amplifier. But what I do know about it is that it is a Vox. And I paid $50 for it from my old manager at my old job. Uh, I kind of wish that I would have kept my other amplifier, which I've talked about before. It was a Line 6 Spider 2, I believe it was. It was a great amplifier. It was just huge. Fucking heavy. It was hard to lug it around. And I did. I I carried it to my friend's house. My best friend, Joel. Um, Back when we were in high school, we used to... We said we had a band. We, we played together. We jammed. It was a jam band. That's all it was. And he taught himself how to play the drums. And so in that, he eventually bought himself a shitty little drum kit from... I think it was like Costco or something. And 
I'd lug that fucking, oh my God, that amplifier had to have been 60, 70 pounds. I lugged that, that was probably more like 50, but still. I'd carry that over to his, okay, I'd put it in my car, but I'd carry it up the stairs into his room, plug it in, and I'd just play as loud as I can. He'd play as loud as he can, and we'd jam, 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 and that was it. I really wish it would have gone somewhere, (laughs) because for a self-taught drummer, he was actually pretty damn good. Like, he had the coordination down, which is weird, because he's not coordinated in anything else. But being able to manipulate your feet and hands differently at the same time, that's something I can't even do. I can barely manipulate my both my hands at the same time to play guitar, but somehow he's able to, or he was able to do it that way and for drums. And it was, it was nice having a drum beat to play along with. It helped me learn how to play in time with the tempo, you know, and everything like that. And cause you know, I didn't know what a metronome was for some reason, but you know, you, you don't you don't play with metronomes in music. You, you do to learn music and to, you know, practice and all that, but a drum beat is just more satisfying. It's more organic, you know. And it was nice to have, but unfortunately, he has since sold that drum kit and moved on to the uh, the American dream, so to speak, working nine to five, not really nine to five, whatever hours he works, but you know, the married life planning for the future, all that practical bullshit that I just can't be bothered with, but bless his heart. He's good at it. And he's a good husband and a good friend. And that's all anyone can really ask of him. So I mean, aside from, you know, keeping your fucking drums so that we can still play, but you know, whatever, <laughs> He'll never hear this anyway. I can say whatever I want. I should get him on this show sometime. You know, him and I did uh, Down the Bunny Hole, I think it was episode 42 and 43 that I recorded with him. First time he's ever been on podcast. I talked about him on 8-Bit Packycast a lot and sometimes on Down the Bunny Hole. But I needed uh, a fill-in co-host for what was going to be just one episode, but we ended up talking so long that I split it into two. And that was fun. It it felt a little bit forced because I, I think, you know, he knew he was being recorded. So he kind of put on this, I don't really want to say these airs, but, you know, he just kind of put on this, this facade of, oh, well, I'm, I'm just here to talk. I'm just here to give this information. Whereas I wanted it to be more organic and more natural of just us bullshitting about something we're passionate about. No, oh, by the way, it's being recorded. But, you know, the first time and everything like that. You know, if you go back and listen to, I think it's like Tangent Bound podcast episode 30 something or other, which was the first podcast that I officially was recorded on. Uh, there was one way back a few years ago that was with a group of friends, on, but that was put on YouTube. It wasn't part of the network or anything like that. Um, <laughs> That one was actually kind of fun. That was a. Uh, ah, shit. What was it? The, the Well, the game Half-Life. There was a, there's a guy that plays their Half-Life and voices over it since the character is a silent protagonist. And he voices over it with his own dialogue that he creates, and it's called Freeman's Mind. Well, that spawned a set of, of other uh, mind shows, if you will. 
about like the spinoff games like opposing force and blue shift and things like that which created you know barney's or shepherd's mind and barney's mind respectively and then there was a girl that tried to do it for portal for a while with shell's mind and 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 uh oh god simon's simon's mind i think it was no parker's mind the guy's name is simon which was for uh oh fuck what was it again red alert something like that or red faction <laughs> and they were funny and inadvertently I got to know I think it was originally the girl of that group and then she was friends with all the other guys so that they brought me in to their fold for a little bit and they said hey we're recording this podcast and uh, you want to come on so I ended up talking with them for about an hour and it's somewhere on the internet I don't know where it is but that was a lot of fun to do but then you know jump forward a few years and you know Mark you know, found out I wanted a podcast and said, you know, why don't you come on my show? We'll talk for a bit. And I ended up being on with, I think, like two or three other people, if I'm not mistaken. And and I haven't gone back to listen to it since I've been in this for so long. So long. It's been barely over a year. But, you know, it's it's become more natural. It's, it's just comfortable. I'm, I'm good in front of it. I'm not good, but I, I feel good in front of a microphone. And... I want to go back and listen to that. I probably should, maybe I'll do that tomorrow just to see what it was like for the hell. But I feel like I was, I was nervous and I, I didn't want to say anything stupid. So I just kind of waited my turn. You know, I didn't interject. I, when somebody asked me a question, I thought about it. Now I don't think, you know, down the bunny hole, Zach says something, I just blur something out. Hopefully it sounds right, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm likening that to Joel's appearance on down the bunny hole, which is, you know, he, he wanted it, he had it planned out. He had it mapped out. You know, I, I gave him questions ahead of time. I said, Hey, this is what we're going to talk about. And so I'm sh- I'm sure he planned it out in his head and figured, okay, well, this is what I'm going to talk about. And I'm here to talk about that. So he just kind of like I said, it seemed forced just a little bit. So I, I, I want to get it more natural feeling. So, you know, but if I can get him on this show, that'd be cool. I'd like to maybe do that and, and talk about our, our days of the past where we used to jam together <laughs> in our band room at our Christian high school. That was a fun time. the intro to my show <laughs> during the middle of it i can um well for the curious the this guitar is in fact my uh les paul jr with the gibson dirty fingers humbucker installed beautifully a uh, set of ernie ball super slinkies and i keep the fucker drop tuned i i, I tried it uh, a couple weeks ago Drop tuned a whole step down, so it's D. 
think about it. C. F. A. D. Yeah, okay. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I know what it is. I just have to think about it. I have to look at the letter and go, okay, we'll go back one. Um. But yeah, so... I keep it drop tuned the whole step down and uh I just I like the uh the deeper tone. I still don't know if it really meshes very well with my singing style, but um hopefully I'll find out soon. Oh yeah, I can see the levels spiking just a little bit from where the picks are hitting the string, so there will definitely be some editing to this because I will not have that shitty quality on my shitty podcast. <laughs> uh, um as you can probably tell, I'm I'm not a very skilled guitarist. I don't I mean I can play scale. <laughs> I can play shit like that, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what notes I'm hitting. I know that that's a, I believe that's a pentatonic scale, if I'm not mistaken. And I know it can lead into, uh, what is that called? The blues box, I think it is. sour note in there so that's the thing too is like doing all that shit i fuck up a lot (laughs) i'm by no means you know as ready to be any kind of a stage musician which you think i should be i mean well with songs that i know i'm i'm fairly ready but you know when it comes to just freestyling and shit like that that's that's not really what i do it's i i like to have an idea in mind i'll sit down i'll play the same fucking thing over and over again whether it be putting on music and playing along with it or just starting to play my own shit until I discover something new in the middle of my fucking around. I I essentially just sit here and play the same thing over and over and over again, especially if I do this. Turn on my delay. Hey, delayed effect. Oh shit. That's, why this show is called what it is. playing something I played over and over again I still fuck it up
Yeah, I, don't know. I, I like that sound. It's it's definitely um, heavily inspired by Angels and Airwaves, which is my favorite band. For those that don't know, it's a uh, the band that that Tom DeLonge started after Blink One Eighty Two broke up the first time, <laughs> and uh, it's it's hard. It's a toss up really between Angels and Blink because without Blink, I would not have known of Angels. Yet without Angels, I would not have been made aware of how much I really loved Blink. So, you know, one literally can't exist without the other in my mind. I mean, there, there's no saying. I Maybe I would have heard of Angels and Airwaves inadvertently some other way, but in the way that everything happened, that's how it is. So it's it's kind of a... kind of goes hand in hand. So Blink and Angels are my favorites. And I, I don't know when I, I, I just love the way that Angel sounds, especially in their first album when they used a lot of those delayed effects when they, let's see, everything's drop tuned, so I got to do this differently. That's uh, the adventure. Well, it's not the whole song. It's not just that over and over again, but um, the adventure by Angels and Airways, which is uh, unofficially their breakout song. It wasn't apparently intended to be, yet Tom's email was air quote hacked, and that song was air quote stolen, and then it was air quote leaked. And became their hit single, became their first breakthrough debut track. And it seemed rather fitting. I I still don't know if it was really stolen. It probably was, but if you're going to start off your band with with this new progressive idea that, that completely goes against everything that you're known for, why not have it be a track that's sitting there saying, you know, life's waiting to begin. It's a song about an adventure, you know, something you're going on, something you're going through that, you know, no matter what, you'll be fine through it. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get beat up, kicked down, but you're going to be okay. You're going to pull through because that's all part of the adventure. And that's, <laughs> that's what that band has gone through and not what that man has gone through as well. So, um, but yeah, I just I I like that sound, so I that that's partly why I used it to uh, create the intro to the show as well as name the show. I mean, I I love that effect, and that's why Eric and Mister Podcast and Podblocked and Axology. <laughs> I don't know what your actual names are. Well, I know Podblocks actual names, and Eric is Eric from Shoot the Shred and hot buttered podcast shit i i'm so terrible i haven't listened to that yet but i have been listening to shoot the shred and that's a good fucking show but i was conversing with them on twitter today and i was asking them about effect pedals you know because eric has this massive setup he was having trouble with and i know nothing about pedals 
I know absolutely dick about pedals because the only effects I use come out of the amplifier. I have to sit there, lean over, and switch it. I mean, I have a Digitech something or other effector where you can it has pedals on it you can stomp through and switch between different effects that will you know be pushed into the output of the amplifier but i don't have the ac adapter for it so it's either that or put in i think it's like six double a batteries or something like that which will probably last all of 15 minutes given how much i'll fucking play the thing um i've had that thing since high school and it's awesome i mean it was great but i thought i lost it there because I used to take it into the our old jam sessions and just use it, use it. And I thought maybe one time I left it there and then I graduated and left because I didn't see it for like the next fuck 10 years. And it was just like six or seven months ago. I went over to my parents' house and I looked in my old bedroom and it was just sitting there. And I said, no, this was not here the last time I was here. Who found it? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they were just hiding it from me. Sneaky bastards. But anyway, so I've got that thing that I want to get hooked back up. But I was asking the guys about, you know, what they recommend for effect pedals. And I said, well, since the show is called Delayed Effect, I'm and I love the delayed effect, I might as well make my first pedal a delay pedal for a wait for it delayed effect and they gave me some a couple suggestions so I'm going to do my research and figure out which one I like the sound of best and hopefully start investing towards that so that might be pretty cool something's out of tune it's the only problem with the drop tuning is I'm not used to the sound of it so, some I don't know if it is out of tune or if it just sounds like it is because I'm not used to it being so low, but it's hard. I've, I've never been able to tune by ear, which bugs me. But, you know, what are you going to do, huh? Yeah, I don't know what it is. I just I really love that effect, you know. And and I, I used it to uh to create the the down the bunny hole outro, which I mean it, it wasn't originally going to be that. It was just a, a riff that I came up with, which was a. Something like that. But, you know, obviously tuned up higher. I think it might actually be up here. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I, I created that because I, I was just fucking around one day and I thought, holy shit, that actually kind of sounds like something angels and airwaves would do. So I sent it to Zach and 
I can't remember if he just said, Hey, why don't we use that for the show? Or if that was something we agreed upon at a later date, but yeah, that became the outro for the show along with a, a strumming pattern. Fuck, what is it? Ew, that's gross. Hold on. Find more blood pods. <laughs> uh, makes me think of it every time I hear it now. And and a really cool thing happened when I was playing with that sound file on Audacity. There's a thing called a Paul stretch, which basically just takes that file and stretches it out. But it also distorts it in such a way so it 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 basically just takes the wavelengths and pulls them at either side. But it still plays the. It, I don't know how the fuck to explain it. But it basically took that and made it. It was like a 15 second clip or something like that. It made it into a minute, but it played it really slow and really eerie sounding. But at the same time, it sounded like some weird synthesizer shit. So I took that and I layered that, that finger picking or not finger picking, but that picking pattern on top of it. And it, it sounded like an angels and airwaves song in the mix, in the mix, in, in the works. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. So, you know, I sent it to Zach and I'm like, check this out. And, you know, he gave me a pretty cool reply. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I sent it to, to my roommate at, at the time, uh, my best friend, Joel. And I didn't say anything. I just sent it to him because I was like, you know, it, it, he's, he's as big of an angels and airways fan as I am. I mean, we both got our first tattoos together on the same day, an hour apart from each other. And they're both angels and airwaves tattoos. Granted, they're different, so it's not like we got matching tattoos, but it's matching tattoos in concept. So that's, you know, the peak of our bromosexuality. But anyway, you know, so I figured if, if I could send it to anyone, it would probably be him. And so I sent it, I just sent him the file. I didn't say a damn thing about it. And, uh, oh no, actually, no, I, I said, dude. And then I just sent the file with it. And uh, and he's like, wow, that sounds like a lot of their earlier work. And I'm like, really? That's cool. So, you know, I, I just let it go from that. Kind of rode that that train to where it went. And uh, when he got home later, I went up and I'm like, so you, you like that thing I sent you? He's like, yeah, that was really cool. You know, and then he reiterated what he said. He's like, it sounded like a lot of their earlier work. He's like, is, is that something off the new album or something like that? Because the Dreamwalker hadn't come out yet. And I'm just like, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> that was a total, you know, homo moment. But, uh, I, I, you know, I eventually, I just hugged him and, and I said, no, dude, that's, that's me. And he's like, holy shit, how'd you do that? And so I, I showed him on the computer, everything I did and how it happened by accident. And he thought that was pretty cool. Unfortunately, you know, I, I, I had that song and I'm calling it seven seconds to infinity or no seven seconds of infinity because I'm, I'm trying to make that song be a kind of an homage to, to Tom and, you know, everything that his music in both blink and angels has and even boxcar racer to an extent has done to shape my life. And I just, I want that song to be a tribute to that. And I mentioned this before, but it's never gone beyond that. It's that file is still there. It's still on my computer. Actually, I think it's on my Google drive, but it's there and it's, it's, it's ready to be worked on. It's just, I have no idea what to do with it. You know, Zach helped me 
come up with some really cool riff ideas to play along with it, but I still have to piece everything together and make it into a song. And, you know, now that I've got the means to do that, maybe I'll just sit down and fucking do it one of these days. But until then, in limbo it shall sit. And the reason I'm calling it Seven Seconds of Infinity... It's a it's a reference to the time that I met Tom DeLong, <laughs> which um was really only about seven seconds. Or, you know, if I if I had to give it a number, it was about that of of time that I got to talk with him at at the premiere of Angels and Airwaves Love Movie at the Seattle International Film Festival, and. I, I the the of infinity part is because it it felt like you know a lifetime in a matter of seven seconds, and I know that life is not infinite, but you know don't split hairs with me, damn it! <laughs> it's my song, leave it alone. Uh, so that that's kind of what that song is going to be about. But I just have to sit down and fucking do it. And now that I've got the means to actually do this shit right. You know, it could turn out pretty cool. And I, I want to use that that intro for this song and turn it into something as well. Who knows? Maybe they'll end up going together. That happens. Or even the vice versa, like, like for Angels and Airwaves when... Oh, what was it? Was it Anxiety off Love Part 2 and... And the song after that, Crawl, were originally one song, but then they split them into two. I believe that's how that goes. I don't know, it's kind of cool, though. down the bunny hole fuck <laughs> play the outro and the intro See, I'm, I'm telling you i'm i'm not a very good guitar player my my inspiration is drawn from tom DeLong and billy joe armstrong and uh, whoever the fuck that guy is from U6. I, I know Max Collins, the, but he's a bass player. I guess he plays acoustic though, and he's pretty good at that. But I'm just I'm not a fancy fucking guitar player. It's if I do get around to actually recording my own music in a you know timely manner, it's gonna sound like one of my influences. I mean that's just how it is. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it goes, I guess.
Huh. Well, that just happened. That's a little something I've been working on too. It's it's seemingly derived and inspired from uh, ACDC. I mean, it it sounds like an ACDC kind of track to me. I I don't know what it is. It's just I sat down. And what it? I can't. I think I came up with it the the night I got home after getting my uh, Dirty Fingers pickup installed. And uh, lo and behold, that's what happened. But yeah, take a drink real quick and get to signing off this motherfucker. Well, as always, thank you so much for checking out Delayed Effect. Uh, if you're here, that's pretty cool. You know this this podcast is hopefully going to be my documentation of something awesome. One can hope, <laughs> one can dream, one can never want to wake up from that dream. Um, but yeah, if you, if you do find yourself liking it, uh, if you haven't already, please go to iTunes. Everything is set up. I got iTunes set up, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can find the feed on Podcast Addict. The RSS feed works itself. And Mark, the big beautiful bastard from the Tangent Bound Network, the CEO the manager, the proprietor. He uh, added the RSS feed to the shows.tangentboundnetwork.com so you can go there and it's under the life section. Uh, you can go and find the show there. The latest episode will always pop up there for your... Mo- it's a, Well, the shows.tangentboundnetwork.com is a mobile site specifically i think you could do it from your pc but it's it's meant to be used from your phone so you can just go there and click play latest episode of this show and bam you got it so this episode right now you're probably already hearing it but in the future if you you know if you find yourself not wanting to download the episodes or or use any of those you know third-party apps just go right to the website and put it there because it's a tangible network production is it production it's tangent bound and blood pods together tangent pods tangent plods blongent oh wait pod blocks been over that um <laughs> i just gotta have mark set that up on blood pods too that that'd be cool or is it zach that does that i don't know i feel, I feel like mark might have done that for zach because you know all the technical behind the scenes of the the website tweakings that's usually all mark that does that if i'm not mistaken zach i'm sorry if i you know took away some of your credibility there and 
in a little peek behind the curtain, but I, I believe that's how it works. Well, anyway, uh, yes, please go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, whatever. Uh, if I'm on Stitcher, or if you find me on Stitcher, add me to your favorites, and you know, every week the new episode comes up, it'll pop up right on your thing. Or if you use Podcast Addict, which is a really cool app, when new episodes come out, it'll alert you and say, hey, new episodes of this show are available, and you can actually download them right from the app, too. So, you know, think about that. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show, and please come back next week for more Delayed Delayed Effects. Effects.